0: hi everyone, this is Deb. And this is Beth. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about Dying To Be Found. Beth? Yeah? If you were to describe our true crime podcast, what would you say? Well, I tell people that our podcasts are not just about high profile murder cases. We also try to delve into stories that we think our listeners can relate to. Deb, how would you describe Dying To Be Found? I like to tell people that our podcast is open to the interpretation of our listeners. We also talk about missing persons. Persons who are dying to be found. But then again, there are criminals that are dying to be found. We're always open to whatever stories we report and really want our listeners to take an active role in why we do this. You can listen to brand new episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. And please visit us at our website at dyingtobefound.com and on social media at dying to be Found. We don't think, 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 don't think,
1: The subject of today's episode is one of the most famous and infamous devices ever created. To inflict pain more than death, a seemingly simple ball of steel shaped like a fruit that can be inserted into any number of bodily orifices and then spread apart with the use of springs and screws to do maximum damage. With its origins being muddy at best, we'll follow its trajectory from a tool for criminals to collect ransom to a device of torment to collect information or to just inflict pain for pain's sake. Being used on witchy women, black slaves, known liars, or gay men, it would become the terror of Europe, the Atlantic Ocean, and possibly even America. Going by a few names like Pololi's gag or the choke pair, we will separate as best we can. Fact from myth. Today, we cover the pair of anguish. I'm Kevin Young,
0: and I'm Dan Hurgan
1: and this is Torture.
0: Oh, fucking hell. We're going to cover some painful fruit salad today. Uh-huh. So what do you got going on? I'm a bit, a bit sick today, so that's kind of my oh, <laughs> thing. I, yeah, i yeah, kind of smothering a little bit so it might sound a little bit nasally and apologize in advance then that you might have to edit out sniffles and maybe the oh, odd no. little cough i
1: I, I i edit out so much fucking mouth noise from this goddamn from me <laughs> not i don't uh i edit out plenty from your side of just ambient noise and a ton of mouth noise from me so trust me it'll be Ooh. fine
0: now I, I have a A habit of just randomly sniffling Uh anyway because I had so many years of bad sinus issues Uh that like it became a habit it's a habit I really have to try even harder to break because I reduce it down massively compared to what it used to be yeah but you don't realize how bad it is until you listen to yourself back in audio
1: yeah oh yeah yeah. I say a lot of things over and over and over again that I was like god damn I didn't realize I said so so much but apparently I do
0: (laughs) But, but I say, you know what I mean, an awful lot my wife has pointed that out to me. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And she's
1: just like, no, Dan, goddammit, I don't know what you fucking mean. <laughs>
0: it's so constant.
1: Right before we started recording, uh, you said you looked up uh, Coke pear instead of choke pear. <laughs> and uh-huh. that got us talking about uh, a pear made out of Coke. And I had to ask, have you seen the trailer for Cocaine Bear yet?
0: Uh I saw some of the trailer and then I stopped because I wanted to watch it with the wife yes. and show to her, but I forgot to show it to her. <laughs> so have, it looks it looks fantastic. I, so a part of that was filmed in Ireland as well. Oh really? Yeah, well I oh, saw wow. something to do with um, an article saying about talking to the director about filming something and to do with cocaine bear in Ireland or something. Yeah. But I'll have to I don't want to be stating things as if they're fact and they're bullshit. Um, but that's kind of what I do here
1: so yeah Elizabeth Banks yeah. Uh, directed it apparently she did the Pitch Perfect movies and uh, a couple other things and she's a <laughs> movie
0: <star. laughs> that's a far stretch uh,
1: yeah but uh, I don't know if anybody out there knows or you Dan know the story but apparently a, a few years back a bear got into some coke that was left in the woods and ate it and went on a fucking nice. rampage I don't know if he killed as many people as what it looks like he kills in the trailer, but I saw. I was like, "Holy shit!" Somebody made, and I thought it was gonna be like that new Winnie the Pooh horror movie that's getting ready to come out. Like, after... what? yeah, they made a yeah, they made a horror movie Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and all them. Mm. You didn't know that? Nice.
0: Uh, Winnie the Pooh sounds like a bit of a pervert, anyway. He yeah, sounds a like bit. that creepy old man that Walking you would no want to your kids going here. Donald yeah. ducking it everywhere. Yeah. It's like, hey, kids. Ugh.
1: No, I I did the exact same thing. I saw a little bit of it, but uh, my wife was sitting right next to me. I, I saw maybe thirty seconds of it and I stopped it and I go, You gotta watch this fucking thing. And we both watched <laughs> it and she looks at me with her big wide open eyes and mouth. She goes, Oh, we gotta see that. <laughs> I know. It looks great. So if you haven't yet, have go look up the trailer for Cocaine Bear. Uh it looks like a good time. The only problem is I hate I hate movies that well. I hate trailers for movies that give away like 90% of the movie. I don't know if we talked about this before, but it, and, and when you watch it, it's like so many people that die in the movie are shown in the trailer dying that yeah, I hate yeah. that. Like, it's, it's like, don't show me that. everything. Fuck. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like um, there's the film, I think it's called The Good Guys or something like that, isn't it? With...
1: Oh with is it called uh, the good guys with uh Ryan Gosling I yeah, think, yeah 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 yeah. Is it, is it uh, the good guys
0: The nice guys, is it? I think it's called the nice guys because there's that yeah, the, I think that's
1: the nice guys, the good yeah, guys the, ni- is yeah, the, the nice with guy's Will Farrell and mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg, if I remember right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the other guys, I think. The
1: other guy, that's right.
0: Yeah, so that's what's kinda of getting me confused. But anyway, yeah, so the nice guys. I was saying to myself about watching that because I loved it. I went to see that in the in the theaters when it came out oh, all really? right and i stuck on the trailer for her and it's looking at it kind of going holy shit they basically give away the entire film throughout the trailer like when you've seen the movie and you know what happens uh-huh i was sitting there going oh god so i stopped it. she's like why did you stop that i was like it's showing way too much <laughs> like you know i, I literally saw like the last two minutes of the movie in the trailer i was like for fuck's sake
1: god damn it's ridiculous
0: but they, yeah they i find that though when you sometimes when you watch a trailer and you know giving away too much especially i think of comedy movies Uh then you know that's going to be about as funny as it's going to get yeah Yeah. you know so
1: i try not to watch the trailers for um a good amount of the the marvel movies or the star wars stuff that comes out it's like no because i don't i don't want to know what is going to i know this this and this is going to happen but i don't want to know anymore yeah yeah. that was what was so good about the uh cabin in the woods you remember have you seen cabin in the woods
0: yeah i love that film
1: you watch the, you go back and watch the trailer. They don't, get, you don't know what the fuck that movie's going to be about. They show a bunch of random yeah. things. It's like, what am, what am I going to go watch? And it's completely different than what you thought you were going to get. Yeah, that's I, did not, fantastic I did not plan on talking about this when we started, but that's the way conversations go.
0: Uh, anyway segues. yes
1: so a few things before we actually get started first off again a call to action asking our listeners to please email us torturepod at gmail.com let us know you're listening and what your thoughts are on the show if email isn't your thing go to our socials twitter instagram and now the hive app which i haven't really done a whole lot with i've put our stuff on there Um, we're on tiktok too uh you want to but i don't really do a whole lot on there either Uh, but we're at tactics the tactics were uh, at torture pod mm-hmm. on both of those, on all of those. Now you can message us, talk to us, let us know that you're out there. I've seen a few people have commented on some of the stuff that we've posted on there. Um, I can't go through every single comment. So if you want on so message us. that's the best way actually DM us. Uh, you can go to our link tree on our socials and leave a donation or go buy us a coffee at buy me slash torture pod. Um, Help us keep the red light on, which is on, by the way. Again,
0: yeah, it's on. Uh, it'll it'll help towards my new shock mount. Help towards me. shock
1: mount. <laughs> <laughs> it'll give us enough money. I can get a neon sign that says when I am when we are on the air, so Dan can oh, know yeah. for sure that I'm recording. Uh, again, the first 100 that email us, message us, leave a donation, rate and review. We'll get a call out on the show, just like Joey from the Please Don't Follow Me Home podcast, who emailed us after our last show. She says, Hey, Dan and Kevin. Joey here from Please Don't Follow Me Home. I really hope you're all getting emails coming in, but I do hope to be the first. She was. I am not sure if it's a real torture method. I think it is, but I saw it on Game of Thrones. What can you tell us about rats eating their way through your body while you're still alive? Thanks, guys. Best, Joey. <laughs> Again, I can't wait for the YouTube videos to start up with our faces. because some of the ah yeah (laughs) yeah so i i I
0: don't know what it is about that sorry i was gonna say i remember seeing that in other movies and shows and stuff like that i must double check which ones but it's always something that completely freaked me the hell out but i also thought it was absolutely amazing and fascinating and it's like when we talked about doing this as well it's kind of like oh you're probably gonna have to cover that because Uh they've seen somebody doing it with a bucket at one stage and a blowtorch and something I can't remember what movie it was. I'll have to double check. But anyway, yeah, so we can talk about that later on. I yeah,
1: I can't remember what it was I saw, but like a guy gets stuck in a sewer pipe or something and rats are let loose and um, they go straight for his face. And yeah, he doesn't, nice. he doesn't last very long. Uh, so I emailed her back, let her know that rats were indeed used on people as torture method uh, in various ways. Well, what she is alluding to is a scene in Game of Thrones, spoilers if you haven't seen it in probably uh, seven or eight years it's been out.
0: um, Start your fucking life out.
1: Yeah, where the rat is placed on the stomach of a person, then a pot is placed over the rat. The pot is heated up with coals, and in order to escape the growing heat, the rat burrows its way through the only soft surface it can find, the human. So with teeth and claws, it rips open the abdomen of the man, causing severe damage, leading almost always to, pain- to a very painful death. This was a very real torture method, and one of the few we will cover next year when we cover
0: rat torture.
1: Actually, so I'm going to have it. We're going to have a series
0: of rat month. <laughs> like Discovery Channel Shark Month, but it's going to be rat month.
1: We'll have to come up with graphics. Uh, So uh, I'm gonna have a series going where we discuss animals used in torture, not animals being tortured because that would be fucked fucked up. Um, But animals used in torture, kind of like when we talked about crushing last time uh, with the elephants being used.
0: Yeah, Uh, but like so talking about human beings being humans being tortured. Okay for
1: you, but talk about Uh, no, no, no. no, No, There's no volume is drawn. It's like a movie's great until an animal dies, and then I can't have a hard time watching.
0: That's true, actually. Yeah, even Uh, video games. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we're gonna have we're gonna have a series that will go on through the course of the of the show, uh, where you know we'll we'll focus on one or two animals an episode, and then we'll go you know a couple months without doing it, and then we'll do another one. Uh, I wasn't gonna do rats yet, but since Joey brought it up and seemed interested in it. I will bump it up to the very first one we cover, when we finally do cover that. Again, sometime fairly early next year. Uh, The second thing we need to get to is, Dan, I believe you promised our listener a song. I think she wants it played through a pickle. Have you figured that out yet? What?
0: (laughs) I haven't got any alligator clips, right? But here's the thing is that, just to uh, cover my own ass here for a second, right? as I've already discussed with you, right? So um again as i said already the song will not be long it will not be of good quality but your side of it is is that i've never written a song for a woman before and i feel that i should write a song for my wife before i write this song because otherwise i'll be (laughs) doing my wife a severe injustice. so i will be getting to it very soon but here's the thing i put to you my good sir is that we will send that song on to joey privately and then if people want to subscribe to our patreon then they can get access to the song on there.
1: That might—that's a way to go about it. That might work.
0: You want my song? Give me some money, people. Except for Joey, <laughs> you get it for free. Thank, you. thank free. you. Joey gets it. Thank you, Joey. That's uh... I ain't working for free, except for Joey. <laughs> so thank you, Joey.
1: Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. You had said something about um, writing a song for your wife, and I was like, e- that's a good idea because my wife would also be upset if I wrote a song for another woman regardless yeah. of it's only because she happens to be a listener and messaged us. Uh so yeah. Probably not probably not a bad idea. Uh you had nope. said something about you had found a a guitar pedal that you could put different various liquids in
0: and uh, Yeah, I don't own it. It's it's expensive. Right. But um oh, yeah, I figure it's yeah. uh they're pretty cool. Yeah. So the whole thing is uh, for anybody who hasn't cupped on yet but me playing the guitar and being a slight bit of a nerd but not enough of one really uh, with pedals is that there's a pedal by a company If for any other guitarists out there called Ranger Effects and they have a little vial in the pedal that you can pour liquid into and basically anything conductive, the whole idea of it is that it's anything conductive that electronic signal can pass through and that changes how it sounds Mm -hmm. so we could put beer, mayonnaise if you wanted you know, (laughs) um like you could play Smashing Pumpkins mayonnaise through a guitar pedal, that oh, has mayonnaise in it.
1: It would be the whitest song, so, ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had said, "Uh, put pickle juice in there," and I, yeah, I had said something about, "Ooh, Kool Aid," and you thought that that had been done. And then I said, "Um, I bet if you played it through Tang, it would sound like porno music." And you, you had asked ask me what that was. Do you know what Tang yeah, is? Yeah, I did not
0: know. Now I'm assuming it's some form of drink. Is it?
1: Yeah, it's so when um, I'm sure somebody's out there is going to correct me. Uh, it's a powdered orange drink that the astronauts took with them when they went to space. So it was oh. kind of a way for them to get um, citric acid uh, when they went to space because it would, you know, be like too healthy much. Healthy to... Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, it's actually it's still del- I love Tang. I haven't had it in f- for fucking forever because of some shit that we did with it when I was a teenager that we will not get into, uh. But you I love with it. <laughs> tang. No, you probably could. Uh, tang is is delicious. The, the reason we would it would sound like porno music is because over here, uh, and I'm sure this is probably a very American thing, um, Tang was a slang term. Uh, it was it was the shortened version of what a lot of males called women genitalia in the nineties and okay. early two thousands. Uh, when we called it, I can't believe in a podcast in two thousand twenty two. I'm about to say these words. Uh, we called it poontang.
0: Oh yes, 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 yeah. We know that word. Okay. Yeah.
1: PooNTang yeah. and and The Rock made it even The Rock and WWE WWF at the time he he made it even yeah. more famous when he said he liked to eat PooNTang pie. Uh, yeah, that was
0: during the um, thingy era, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the
1: Attitude era. Attitude. Yes, yeah, yeah. I apologize to all. Shit. Yes, I apologize to all the women that just had to hear me say that. But uh, yes, that got shortened down to Tang. So when anybody said Tang, everybody else all automatically thought of, you know, that. And I sent you a picture of the movie Pootie Tang. e Tang, <laughs> uh, which was directed <laughs> by Louis C.K.
0: I talked about that! I sent you a picture of
1: <laughs> <No> way <laughs> the movie. I sent a picture of the, mo- of the movie Pootie Tang. That's okay. Uh, which was directed by Louis <laughs> C.K. I did not realize that. I was, I was going to say you
0: didn't. If you had sent me a picture of the other thing, you didn't need to have obviously seen. I've seen some. So
1: yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. obviously got in a lot of trouble for masturbating in front of women with other consent. So
0: I, I've never liked that guy. He, I, he farted that shit. Like,
1: I fucking so. loved him until I found out about that stuff. I was like, God damn it. He was one of my favorite comedians. I always thought he was super funny. And I actually had my wife uh, listen to some of his stuff while we were driving around. And she laughed her ass off. And then I found out about that. She was like, God damn it.
0: Found the name of that pedal now. It's called the Ranger FX Mini Bar.
1: I get it. I see what they did yeah.
0: there. Liquid analyzer. That's pretty cool. You have to clean it out every time, though. Like, I was speaking of cleaning out electronics. Um, Our uh, child um, was washing the dishes yesterday, and he decided he wanted to listen to music through his PlayStation. So instead of playing it through the TV, he brought his controller with his headset across to the sink with him, and he dropped oh. the controller for his brand new PS5 into the basin filled with water. God damn it. So children, eh? Um he has also started his own podcast.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was gonna mention that later which
0: uh, go
1: ahead, go talk about it.
0: Oh well they call it the Moo podcast, but it's spelt M-I-U. It's a play on I don't know if, if anybody over an American side of the pond know well, you probably know of Cristiano Ronaldo, but um yes. it's his, his goal celebration is he says Sue, which is Portuguese for yes. And it's a play on that spelled SIU. So they spelled it M I U from Moo. Okay. And it's a cow thing. But um and it's yeah, pronounced I saw it, uh...
1: Ronaldo.
0: <laughs> it's not as bad as the way you used to pronounce was it? Pele, Pele. I always thought that was funny. We, we say Pele, but Pelé. it's Pele. Pele. But um yeah, the, the subject of it is absolutely anything they think of in that very moment. So it tends to meander back and forth all over the place. Yeah, you would you would like you had
1: said um, wherever their goldfish brains take them. Yes. You told me about it. I was like, that's pretty good. That's
0: pretty yeah, good. well, you know what teenagers are like. So, uh, yeah. It sounds pretty good. They're, they're getting on pretty well so far, two episodes in. Yeah. Great, great reaction. They got fucking great. Merch everybody, everybody in their schools are listening to it. Yeah. They're ahead of us. They got fucking yeah. merch. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to start sorting something out to do with merch as well. Yeah, because, I've um, been
1: working on some stuff. It's just it's been hard. I've been working fucking nonstop for the past month. It's
0: And before we actually get into the subject as sure. well, there's one thing I so told you that I had a little surprise. You did. That, something I found. So two things sitting here, right? One of, one of them um, you, you can't obviously have yet, right? But when we talked about the whole thing about sending like a f- Irish... Food packages and uh-huh. all that stuff back and forth, right? So, give me, I gotta turn up my mic for a second because it's gonna make a load of noise. So, that's
1: okay,
0: right? So, first things up is something that you will get sent, okay, and um, that you should look up because it's just absolutely amazing, right? Is O'Donnells? it's by a company called here called O'Donnell's, they make crisps, but they are Ballymaloo relish flavored crisps or chips, as you all would call them, yeah, potato chips. chips. but um, yeah, uh, which is. A very famous kind of like you know what relish is yeah yeah so uh what is so, the strange so...
1: pickle based substance he has sent me <laughs> <laughs> can i play a guitar <laughs> anyway, for yeah it?
0: so it's a very it's a very famous um relish over here and it's used um i actually i can't remember where i was it was way somewhere foreign and they had a thing where they had a thing to do with bali malu relish mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god like i absolutely loved this stuff. this Um my wife hates it but they're moved, radish flavored potato chips yeah so get know oh, yeah. so here's here's the here's the big one for you now okay you're gonna be you're gonna be you now i am never going to buy this again because <laughs> it is so fucking expensive Oh but, <laughs> dude <laughs> for what it is right well i was like sorry a bit of asmr hit that'll
1: be all right yeah. takis flago we yeah. have takis yeah. over here
0: yeah, no, we don't have them here. That's the point. Oh, this you here, don't
1: have them? Oh. No, th-
0: no, this is my first time ever seeing them over here. Really? It's, I've never even eaten these ones. Uh, they had the blue ones, too.
1: Oh, we have, like... They're the same flavor. We but... have a ton of different flavors over here. Yeah. This is America. But, if, uh, if you don't have at least nine flavors of the same exact thing, then you're not going to make yeah. it. Yeah.
0: But um, these cost, like, €5 euro for this little bag.
1: Fucking hell.
0: Which, yeah, it probably costs about, like, Twenty cent or one dollar, <laughs> <or there>. but <laughs> not
1: live on air, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna sample these. Um, it says easy open right here, uh-huh. and you can tell by all the noise. You can tell by all the noise I'm about to make It's not easy open. It is no. not. Open. Anything that so, says easy
1: open is a farce. It's a lie to your face. Yeah, right. <laughs> he sniffed it.
0: Um, <laughs> put those over there remind me of something and i can't say what it is nice
1: you like it yeah yeah my kids I, love my, Takis.
0: well um no that's good I, I especially like um chili and lime flavored things so yeah well,
1: good. yeah my, kids, my, love, my kids love my kids love Takis. we were gonna have uh tacos the other night and my my son was like "Do oh, did they have uh takis flavored taco shells at the store i was like i'm not kidding Takis. not everybody God. wants those yeah we're yeah America bud. Uh, yeah I've
0: going to say like <laughs> Christ almighty like that's just like your pizza favorite pizza bases yep yeah. <laughs> yep <It's ridiculous>. just... <sighs> well
1: that was the food portion of the show uh, <laughs> 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 gotta do it at some point I bought uh, potatoes
0: yesterday too if anybody cares
1: <laughs> some potatoes I always buy potatoes oh yeah
0: Hi, my name is Joey, and I'm an amateur ghost hunter. And I'm Jimmy, the open-minded paranormal skeptic. And this is Please Don't Follow Me Home. In this podcast, Jimmy and I adventure to haunted places. We also talk about terminology, theories, and beliefs as to why and if ghosts even exist. Join us as we explore the realm of the spirit world as we experience, talk, laugh, and ponder if ghosts walk among us. New episodes drop every Monday. So subscribe to Please Don't Follow Me Home on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. All
1: right, Dan, let's go back yet again to medieval Europe. Now, let's say you're a known blasphemer.
0: I am a known blasphemer.
1: Yeah, I know. Mm. That's why I wasn't much of a stretch for this one. Uh, Shouting your obvious lies about the cruelty and hypocrisy of the church. Uh, You are captured and thrown in the stereotypical dungeon full of devices like the rack, the boot, the braking wheel. Then through all the objects they could grab, they come forth with a fairly small fruit-shaped object. Made of steel, most likely iron, with a screw on top and three or four leaves on bottom, this device is placed in your mouth and with the turn of a key, a spring pops loose and the leaves are forced open to stretch your mouth to the limit. You feel your teeth crack, your cheeks start to rip, and your jaw dislocate. You are a victim of the pair of anguish. Of course, in this case, it was usually called the choke pair.
0: But hold on a sec. I'm sorry. It, it literally goes from 0 to 100 right off the bat. It's not like they wind it and it gradually opens more.
1: Well, that's... that's one of the things that we'll actually kind of touch on later there, there are uh, plenty of exhibits in museums where it's, you, you have to, you screw it open um, to certain quote unquote notches. Uh, Right. First, they say that uh, the first notch is pain and nobody can take the second notch. Um, But from what people have seen or heard in, you know, or, or read in writings that, Especially with the choke pair, the for what it was used for when it was first used, it was a spring more than it was a, a screw open. It screwed closed, actually.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's much worse than I thought it was. I thought it was a gradual thing. It's just... Uh, yeah, oh. yeah. Some,
1: some of the ones that, that we'll find later screw open and close. And those were the ones that actually had the like the spikes attached to them.
0: Oh, uh, fuck that.
1: Yeah. God. So, blasphemy <sighs> not the only crime that would warrant the punishment of the pair. Liars, heretics, homosexuals, abortionists, adulterers, women that have mis have had miscarriages, and those accused of, of course, witchcraft, were all subject to be sufferers of the pair. It always comes back to fucking witchcraft.
0: Well, yeah, and and uh, Catholicism. Yeah.
1: Witchcraft in the church. and I mean, they go yeah. hand in hand. Like yep. Coke and pears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pears made out of Coke. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: So, for the homosexuals, the pear was placed in the anus and spread wide. Uh, for the women, it was placed in the vagina. It was said to have been used extensively during the Spanish Inquisition on women accused of witchcraft. And this one I didn't know until like the 11th hour while I was writing this and we were getting ready to record apparently it was used on black slaves on slave ships that refused anal sex to the crew.
0: Right. Okay. That's read. That's all (laughs) kinds of fucked up right there.
1: I mean, I think they were going through enough motherfucker to, I don't (laughs) think they need that too. Uh, it was, they didn't give a
0: shit about what they were going through
1: And it was even said to have been, had an iteration in America for a short while. Although it was vastly different than the European version used by criminals, just like we'll see in France and Holland, it was more like a billiard ball or a sock full of rocks than an actual choke pair. So more of just a... <laughs> uh, sock full of rocks? Yeah. It was, it was more of just a gag, a regular gag, than an actual <laughs> choke pair. Because you, you'll find out that the choke pair is a very specific type of device for a very specific for a very specific reason
0: it's going to say classic lazy american so like it's just like <laughs> hey here's this really intricate device here that is like beautifully crafted to and it causes an awful lot of pain, blah, 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 pain even blah 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 oh, i got a sock full of rocks well
1: there. i got a i got a sock and i got some rocks
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> well, that'll work yep that's us uh, where's my hammer? I don't know. Use a wrench. You see a guy banging on a fucking nail with a wrench. That's that's <laughs> America to a T. So the intent was not for death. It was literally used for pure torture. Although some say that many died from the damage done by the pair. Obviously, if you have it shoved up your ass and then spread open wide, good chance you could bleed to death. Uh, not that it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Not, not that it wouldn't happen if it got placed in the vagina, but let's face it, asshole doesn't stretch as far as the vagina does. Uh, it's not designed to. No, it's well, not. Well, I don't think
0: it. The vagina isn't exactly designed to stretch that far either. But
1: yeah, I mean it can stretch far enough to give birth to a baby, which, I mean, I've seen, I've seen babies being birthed, and it does not look like fun.
0: Yeah, uh, I've seen some pretty big headed babies too. Yeah, so mean, like yeah.
1: it's so have I. My I have said, bring on the pear. <laughs> my own. Uh, now, <sighs> I lost my spot.
0: Catholic Church pear. Catholic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Many iterations that can be found in museums today have, like I had said, leaves with spikes down them. Now, I mean, they're not like super long sharp spikes. They're more like, uh, long nubs. Uh, but those are used in order to maximize impact. Again, probably more uh, do more damage inside the anus than it would. Say,
0: yeah, else. ribbed for his pleasure. <laughs> as he is what it is.
1: Some, like we said, were opened by the turn of a screw instead of spring, so the paint could grow slowly over time until the victim confessed, converted, or conformed. Of course, unless they died first, of course. But you know what you should do before you or we die? Email us, torturepod at gmail.com, or message us on <laughs> socials, Twitter, Insta, Hi, TorturePod. Also, rate and review where you can. Go to our YouTube, search for TorturePod. Tell you us can't.
0: what's your favorite artifice to place the torture pair into this. <laughs> <us?
1: laughs> Let's have a conversation. I'm sure yeah. that there are some people out there that would do it for fun. Um, I'm
0: not no. one of them. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. You know each to their own and all that
1: yeah you rock out with your pear up your ass that's fine uh, it wouldn't be so, as we
0: say here my cup of tea
1: oh we say that over here too except oh. we usually have a really horrible British accent
0: with it my cup of tea well I tend to say it wouldn't be my cup on tea which would be the Irish for it
1: oh your cup on yeah. tea
0: yeah it's like cup on is one word c-u-p-a-n even in tea is like t-a-e or something yeah. or some, I can't remember how to spelled Tay. Anyway, something like that, but yeah.
1: So when did this infamous tool of torment originate? Well, that's the thing. With the earliest writings on the pair of anguish coming from F.D. Calvi, la voientière général du Histoire de Laurence, which I'm sure is fucking horrible. Again, my French accent. Ho, 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 wee baguette. Uh, Which... <laughs> I like cheese, and I don't know why. <laughs> Ooh, Jerry Lewis. Uh, mm. it translated into English, "General Inventory of the History of Thieves." Now, this is written in 1639, which attributes the invention to a robber named Capitaine General de Palais. Uh Yes, I know that is a That's couple. Lovely. Yes, it's a couple hundred years after the medieval medieval times, which we will get to shortly. Uh, more than likely, he would have commissioned a blacksmith to build him a pear shaped object with a spring that released quickly. And you would remove it with a key. You would put the key in, remove the key, the springs would pop forth shooting the leaves of the choke pair out. And then in order to get the choke pair to go back down, you have to put the key in and screw it until it until the springs were retracted, pretty much. Uh, so, what's the purpose of such a device? Well, a ransom, of course. So the idea goes that the very first choke pair wasn't used to torture heretics and blasphemers, but to hold wealthy people hostage and to keep them from calling for help. Apparently, Piloui uh, which I'm sure I'm fucking up his name, too, uh, would break into the home of a wealthy family or individual.
0: Sorry, I was going to say, don't worry, he's not here to give out to you for it, so it's all good. <laughs> Bastard knows his name all you want. Uh,
1: they would capture the head of the household, shove the pear in their mouths, and pull the key. The spring would release, and the leaves, pear, would open. The understanding was that with the pear in their mouths, they couldn't call for help. Now, obviously, there's no phone or wire service to call police in the 17th century, so no one, so so one would either have to send someone for help or go themselves or simply go outside and scream. Uh, it doesn't seem like the pair would keep someone from screaming for help. Uh, probably wouldn't sound quite right It'd be like, "Ah," but I mean, you could still scream at least uh, if he let you. <laughs> Coke pair. Uh, so more than likely, the use the use was to hold them for ransom. Pay the price for the key to the device, since it was the only way to retract the leaves, at least without losing your teeth. And uh, be placed, key would be placed on top of the pair, where it attached to a screw that would pull the leaves back in, freeing the victim from their predicament. Now, of course, just the sight of the pair was said to be enough to make you pay up. And that was the whole thing. Um, Him and some other... Uh, again, this is all conjecture. But him and some other thieves. Uh, so 100% success rate with this. Half the time, you don't even need yeah. to use it. They see it, and they just they fork over everything they have. So,
0: That seems to be a thing with some of these, like we've discussed before. Seems to be like a... Designed for scare tactics.
1: Yeah, we have. You know, yes. we have covered like, the head crusher. Like the head crusher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You want to get in that? Not really.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again, another very simple looking thing that will put the shits right up here, as opposed to something that's overly complicated. I think. Uh-huh. You know. It's... Yeah,
1: just the rack, something simple like that, or just a hammer to the foot is going to do. Just is is going to be simpler and and. And yeah. just as much or a damage. Sharp stick. Yeah. Poke him in the fucking eye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so
1: it seems as though the pair made its way through France and even Holland during the seventeenth century, being used by criminals in this way. However, it falls out of history till about the mid-19th century. Now comes the time where I break a few hearts. So as we discussed in our Head Crusher episode, like we had just mentioned, they keep pretty detailed records of torture and punishment. And from what historians have found, or not found, there is actually no record of the pair of anguish ever being used for the purpose of torture and punishment. Uh, The use of them... That's because nobody could talk after.
0: That's why.
1: (laughs) So the use of them for crime in the 17th century is also pure speculation. Even if there was slightly more evidence to point towards their actual use then than there is torture device in the Middle Ages. I was, I was generally upset when I read that <laughs> there's a very good chance that these things just weren't used for torture. Period. That all the ones you see now in museums... Uh, were just kind of made and sold.
0: That's kind of... Well, I was going to say, that kind of sucks. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, good good for all of them who didn't have it used on them. They don't know what they missed, but it's, it's still... That's true. That was the exact same way when I found out the Iron Maiden wasn't actually used on people. It's like, man.
0: Yeah. yeah maybe it was just like some really fancy purse because if you look at it, it looks like you could hold things and then you pop it open and it lets all your money out. Like, you imagine walking into a shop and you're like, I want to buy this thing. And it's like, yeah, that's like $5 whatever. And which back then was like $2,000 uh-huh. and you have multiple coins and you're like, all your coins
1: coin
0: it could have been a fancy money box. Like, yeah, that's, you know,
1: if, uh, if anybody's seen our new, uh, logo, um, Dan had mentioned to me a while back about, uh, doing some stuff with like making a, a T for our logo and adding some stuff to it and doing something neat. And he had mentioned maybe doing like a pair of anguish on there. Um, in the T and I said, uh, think that might make it look like it had a pair of balls. And I stand by that statement So I feel like it probably would. Have...
0: Now, it, now, it, yeah, now it just has one, now it ball. just has the one bloody so ball. Like, so it's like the, the Hitler of letter T's. <laughs> uh, we have no association with Hitler whatsoever, no, we do not know anything he ever did or any of that stuff. He's an absolute complete another prick. Uh, you know, himself. Um, and
1: Kanye West.
0: Just in case anybody turns around and says anything, as if I meant anything positive about that, because we Oh. No. just because he had one ball. Yeah.
1: So historian Chris Bishop of the Australian National University. No, I will not be doing a Australian accent. It's just shrimp <laughs> on <laughs> the bobby mate. There you go. I got it out of the fucking. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I've come. I've come. Listen. I've come to the realization. That my accents, even when I do them well, are still subpar. So instead of like honing my craft, um, if I ever do the voiceover stuff, which I hope to get into at some point, I will work hard on it. But Uh-oh. instead of really like getting it down and good, I'm gonna lean pretty far into the horribleness of my accents and do them just as outrageous as fucking possible. So, sure why not. Yeah.
0: So, very um, cartoonish yes. at so all. French, known.
1: sure. Australian, fine. Not Asian or African, Middle Eastern, no, Indian or, Mex- <laughs> or Hispanic. Uh, because, again, I'm very white and that will not go I over. What's wrong with doing that? Uh, 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 well, look,
0: Hispanic accents, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe Spanish, but not Mexican.
0: My name is Daniel Lurigan. Ooh. <laughs> you know, stuff like that, Like, that yeah, would be absolutely fine, I think your best Antonio Banderas Puss and Boots yes. impersonation you can do, but yeah, I don't know, that's not, yeah we've already talked about this before yeah. um, and it's pretty much yes, we can do as many Caucasian race accents as we so wish. Yeah.
1: if the country is mostly uh, white, I do not feel bad about doing a horrible impression of their voice. If it, can you
0: do can you do a Russian accent?
1: Uh, Probably, but it would take me
0: uh Moose and squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> we just. <call> <laughs> Who' do you comrade? that question? <laughs> that was terrible all, well, I'm actually it actually usually do one pretty decently. Not on the spot, obviously. Anyway. that's all right.
1: Now, uh, yeah. so anyway,
0: I keep practicing. He
1: took an example of the pair from a museum and studied its construction. Again, he's a historian. Now through his observations he argues the construction of the oldest pair, indicates it sprang open and screwed closed, as opposed to being screwed open. And the workmanship exceeded that expected from a torture device. And that the workmanship is just too well done to not be a more recent invention. Bishop goes on to say that the pair's rise to prominence as a medieval torture device originated with the misidentification of an ornate pair Donated to the Louvre in 1856 as the device described in the 17th century story about Penuti's gag. Uh, Bishop says in his paper, The Pair of Anguish, Torture, Truth, and Dark Medievalism from the International Journal of Cultural Studies. Now, this is kind of a long quote, so bear with me. Again, no Australian accent. Quote Riba. <laughs> There are very few genuine examples of a pro-duguas, or a pair of anguish, from which to build our analysis. We have no clear statement as to what these items might have been, only a connection drawn between an obscure exhibit in the 19th century collection and a spurious histoire from two centuries before. That connection, having been made, All subsequent sources agreed, and before long, a sham industry was established, which simultaneously fed off and reinforced the hypothesis by fabricating and retelling new, quote, artifacts. The maldurate reproductions that populate the more tawdry museums can tell us nothing about the origins or purpose of the original. They are indicative only to our own dark desires and secret fears. We can say that original devices themselves could not predate the 16th century and are, in all likelihood, younger even than that. Despite numerous attempts to do so, they cannot be considered, quote, medieval. They are, in every way, very modern inventions. Certainly they were not used for torture. They are far too elegant and made with too much care for that. One could imagine them as a surgical instrument, some sort of speculum perhaps, or a device for levering open the mouth in order that a dentist might operate. But then they could just as easily be shoe extenders, sock stretchers, or glove wideners. (laughs) So,
0: Some gloves (laughs) and some socks. That's the case. So you
1: imagine, like, so John Stewart, who used to host the Daily Show, put out a book called Earth, and what it was was it was just a book that he that he wrote to leave for when America, for the, when the entire world's population is wiped away and the aliens finally come, so they can know what we were like, what Earth was like before uh, people got wiped off the face of the Earth. I kind of think of that when I think of this because you gotta imagine like. Some cobbler or glove salesman in the 18th century who has these, what we call now the pair of anguish, and literally their only use is to make it so gloves fit better on people. And we're looking at it and go, Oh my god, I bet they put it up people's yeah. asses!
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hilarious. It's yes, yeah, automatic, um, human assumption yes. there obviously it either has to be like, yeah, it was either used for pain or it was e- it like either used it to kill it or fuck <laughs> yes, it <right>? yes.
1: <laughs> I bet they put it up people's you ass you
0: kill it or fuck it we don't care
1: I bet they put it up people's asses to torture them maybe
0: bet you it was just a method of transporting nuts and other small things yes. you see what you mean though it looks to me if you look at there's the picture that if anybody googles it they go to wikipedia um, we'll have some pictures is. on, on not our the instagram first picture, but the second picture yeah, so it, it's, I don't know, you can see it as being some form of device for holding something. Yeah. Or something like, you know, like, like um, yeah, I don't know about the whole glove thing, because for me personally, I don't know, because it's the way the angle, the end's angled in. Sure. I don't think it really makes much sense for some of those applications, but... Demi said, kind of the way it's angled in also doesn't make much sense for applying up the ass either, because it's the thick end goes in first, which would be very difficult. Yeah,
1: that'd be kind of hard to get in. Plus, once the thick end is in, it tapers down, so the part that you're really wanting to stretch, which I'm guessing is the actual hole itself, uh, wouldn't get stretched as much as the inside, and the the colon can obviously stretch more than, you know, the rectum. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like the same with the vagina, uh, the part that you're wanting to stretch out. I think, yeah. yeah I'm,
0: I'm, it might have been some form of a gynecology device. Maybe.
1: Um, but he says that the, the what I had read is that the springs that were inside these things were nowhere near strong enough to open any bodily orbs to the point of um, death or even extreme pain. I mean, these aren't like garage door springs where it'll rip you in half. These are just, you know, springs made in the fucking seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth century. Now, the ones that
0: which aren't really springs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the ones that would open with a screw, those would be more along the lines of something you could use to torture somebody. But again, the Catholic Church. Uh, people who use torture as a method, they they usually didn't go out of their way to be inventive with it. Uh, the the What they have record of and the things they used the most were literally things just made out of wood that they could hit you with a hammer. Yeah. Uh, the braking wheel. They literally tied you to a, way, a wheel and then hit you with a fucking hammer. Yeah. So, I mean, them going out of their way to have these ornate, beautiful pieces of steel made just to cause pain when you look at it it does seem posh torture little, that's what yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, well you're we gonna
1: torture uh, aristocrats like do not touch me with that wood
0: i want <laughs> yeah. i want the pan oh, of my anguish ass or nothing, bitch. <laughs> Don't <knock>
1: my ass <laughs> Uh, that was an amalgamation. That there. was amalgamation of a few <laughs> different accents. I apologize for that. Yeah.
0: When that really geez, sounded like you went French to Dutch, just yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> we play a game nice. me and my wife and my kids called uh Dr. Magnet Hands. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But it's Dr. Magnet Hands. Doctor Magnet, Magnet Hands. Um Grant Howlett, who has created countless uh games, created this and it's Played best with drunk adults or children. Okay. So, the, so the premise is what you do is everybody writes down something on a piece of paper. They get like eight pieces of paper each, and you write down something. It literally doesn't matter what you write down. You can be as specific as you want or as uh, d- nondescript as you want. Uh, but it can literally be anything. It could be a name. It could be an object. It could be a color. It could be, you know again, it could be um, – I tell – tell my kids all the time like you can write down vacuum cleaner or you could write down Roomba that can fly but only when you play show tunes on a violin it literally can be anything you want you write it down put it in a hat take all these things put them in a hat or a bag or whatever and then everybody reaches in and grabs one at a time and you do this four times and then uh I'm getting way too into this just to describe the one little thing that I need to, uh, (laughs) and then, um, you kind of do like a Mad Libs type thing where you start creating this story. So Dr. Magnet hands lives on the moon and he has planned to destroy the, to, uh, destroy the earth or destroy America or wherever on Christmas day with his rocket ship castle that he has on the moon. And you're you and the kid, your kids are drunk adults or whatever. Uh, they are a band of superheroes that has to stop him. They already know the whole premise of this. Was like, oh, uh, he's going to send supervillains down to stop you, to, to kill you, before you can stop him. So what you have to do is you have to stop them from stopping you. You have to find out why they're there. Okay. You have to find a way to get to the moon, and you have to find a way to stop Dr. Magnet Hands. You will stop Dr. Magnet Hands, but you will not kill him, because if you kill him, we can't play again. Um, you know the whole premise, okay. but your characters don't, so they have to figure it out as they go along. So so the first thing is, when you come to what your name is, you open up one of those sheets, and whatever that sheet is, that's your fucking name. And then you come to right. a superpower, and whatever you open is, that's your superpower. And that's a, it, it's a really fun game. But I go through all that shit to get to when I play Dr. Magnet Hands, because I always play Dr. Magnet Hands. Uh, my kids insist on it. He has to have a odd European accent. And I say he lives in the northwest part of the southeast. If you go southwest by northeast.
0: Okay. <laughs> and
1: his and it was Doctor Magnet and his his voice is always changing, and his accent is always going through different variations. Of- <laughs> <laughs> My kids fucking love it. So when I just did that weird accent about five minutes ago, when I started describing this game, uh, that's what came to mind: is holy shit, I'm turning into nice. Doctor Magnahan's. During the <laughs> podcast,
0: <laughs> sounds like a great game, it's, dude. I'm gonna have to play get, it and do do a really terrible German yeah. accent. Did
1: you find Did two. you find it online? Ooh, I have it on my phone. I'll send it uh, to you. Doctor,
0: just magnet hands. is somebody? Can you do it online or something? May, that might be. Um, Ooh, I have I have, I have
1: his instructions for you. Know, what he wrote down. I will send it to you. A group of kids, or. Drunk adults. Nothing else will work. Oof. It's got to be a group of kids or drunk Oof. adults. Sober adults aren't going to be as fun. Um, but, yeah. man, it's it's a laugh fucking riot. We actually – we bumped it up from everybody getting four cards to everybody getting eight cards so we could play for longer. The last time we played, I played okay. with me, my wife, and all uh, six of our kids, and it took us probably two hours to play. And it was – the best time we had had in fucking forever. Look up Doctor Magnet Hands, everybody. I, I you know, what? I'll post, I'll post the thing on our Instagram because he has it out there for free. I don't think you have to pay for it. If you do, then obviously I won't. But it's fucking fun.
0: All right. I see a thing here to do with a, um, a free PDF. Yeah. Thing. So must be free. Yeah.
1: So anyway. Apparently. Whatever the case, the pair of anguish lives forever in the minds of those that study and research these tools of terror. Whether they are as real as the rack or as fake as the Iron Maiden. Uh, Dan, as far as the uh, pair of anguish goes, were you able to find, and I, I know there's some pop culture stuff out there, but I didn't really look. Were you able to find anything while you were listening to me ramble about a game I play with my kids?
0: <laughs> um, and there's no Tay Tay songs again. So sadly, we are no longer, uh, we're, we're dead even since the search for Tay-Tay songs began and so far as two wins and two fails. Um, But according to... I I didn't realise this, that with IMDB, you can do a search with keywords for references within films and TV shows and we'll bring up any TV shows or films or anything that have mention of those words. And Pair of Anguish is one of them that I threw in. Um, Torture is another specific one. Ooh, and Female Rear Nudity is another. Um... (laughs) I'm just looking at what's listed here, people, right? So, uh, apparently, there's a film called The Torture Club, is not specifically state where that happens in it, but it's like a yeah, um, I'm not sure, yeah, that 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 look that, that's not kid friendly, <laughs> oh, I um, think. <laughs> no, awful lot of uh, Japanese stuff, a awful lot of nudity, and it, it looks nice, um, but uh, there's a couple of other films and a couple of mentions within TV shows, like uh. Whereas this criminal minds apparently had something to do with sure. it. Um, the Borgia, a TV series that had mention of it. That makes sense. It was in France.
1: That, yeah. That makes sense.
0: You know, um, but yeah, I, I couldn't really come across anything else other than that. Um, it seems to be fairly limited, aside from the odd little reference here and there and uh, books. You yeah. know? So very boring on my end. Sadly. That's all right.
1: You know, with this show. I imagine at some point we're gonna get looked into by like Homeland Security or, or or Interpol or something for the for what we look up on our fucking computers. Yeah, because <laughs> you just go to IMTB hey. and be like, "Pair of anguish," because I want yeah. to see it.
0: It's like, hey, and as NSA, watch the torture Club, <laughs> and let us know if it's good. <laughs> Email us a torture We know you're put- listening. Com, we know you're list. watching us right whatever. now. Yeah. Like and subscribe, <laughs> like everybody else should.
1: I mean, as long listen, as long as you're going to listen and and watch our cameras, uh, you might as well give us credit for it. So fuck, I want it in our analytics, for God's
0: sakes. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what our like. Obviously, I don't know our full things about our analytics, but I always think it's funny you know, when you see, or crazy, even really when you see, um like YouTube channels that you're subscribed to or whatever they like, and they throw up their analytics and it's like I noticed like eighty percent of my viewership aren't subscribed and all this stuff and it's kinda of like Yeah. Why would you not subscribe if you're regularly watching these things? Yeah. Yeah. If if you I'm know, gonna like, if I
1: listen to a podcast more than twice or if I watch go to a YouTube channel more than twice, I subscribe. Uh yeah. yeah, if I listen to it like once or twice, just see what it's like, and be like, nah, not for me. Then obviously you're not gonna subscribe. But if you're if you're gonna listen to more than two episodes or watch more than two videos, fucking subscribe mm-hmm. to the people. I don't, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like why? Why not? Yeah. Like, I, I, unless
1: uh, like Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, I can
0: subscribe to us. Yeah, stay that away from that yeah. guy. Yeah, personal opinion and all that, but speaking of um i forgot apologies to to joey right now uh, um i'm i'm only getting to it don't follow me home i had it here and hold on a second don't follow me home and i hadn't clicked follow yet but now i have so officially following it there now because i had it good. up earlier on on my phone and um my phone doesn't automatically copy over what i've done on my Computer one for some reason. Really, I don't know what it is. Hmm. So,
1: yeah, I've been yeah, following yeah. them for for well ever since we contacted one another to swap promos, which is a podcast thing. If you don't have a podcast, that's something that some podcast independent podcasters do is we swap swap promos, try to help everybody out. Uh, I've been listening to uh, their episodes, you know, off and on ever since then, and uh, I enjoy it. They're they're fun. Uh, I think you'll you really like it. Speaking of which, uh, we want to thank the Dying to be Found podcast for starting off our show. You can find a link to their show in our show notes. And a big thanks again to Joey from Please Don't Follow Me Home. Uh, We'll have their link in our show notes as well. Please get a hold of us. Message us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, Hive, at TorturePod. Email us, TorturePod at gmail.com. Rate, review wherever you can. Donate to our Linktree account. Uh, go to buymeacoffee.com slash torturepod. if you think we do a good enough job and deserve a little bit of money for it. Uh, again, first 100, we'll get a shout out on the show.
0: Like Joey did.
1: Yes. Uh, and uh, hopefully, Forever
0: she. Forever go down in history is number one.
1: Yeah, Joey's number one. Joey's number one. Yeah. Joey's number one. Which Joey. means the go next. Joey. Which... Joey. <laughs> which unfortunately means the next person will be a big number two. Uh, we apologize yeah. for that uh go to our youtube if you like using youtube for podcast uh i'll link again in our show notes or you could just search for torture pod one word and while you're piddling around on youtube go find dan's son's podcast the uh moo podcast right moo yeah M the
0: they also, they're also on spotify now
1: oh so. great yep. uh they have merch buy some from them
0: they haven't got up for sale yet they may yeah so they went into town and basically bought plain white t-shirts and drew on them for themselves which is
1: (laughs) and but you know what they look (laughs) they look they go with the podcast they do so if it used and you know what i'll throw a picture up of that shirt that you that you sent me so you could everybody could see what it looks like that shirt looks like you know exactly what type of podcast you're getting when you see that shirt
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. And you'll know exactly what you're getting within three minutes of listening. To too,
1: so, <laughs> Also, go check out the holes on Instagram and see the cats that crawl all over Dan while we're record, which I haven't seen any today.
0: They nah, know. today, nah. No, they haven't come in today. I don't know why. But Usually yeah. they're all over you. Yep. Yeah. We'll promote that on Poopy Records. That's another one for us now. <laughs> I created a, like a, um, a joke Instagram page which satirical. is aimed to be like yeah, a satirical take on those horrible promotional bots. And Promoted on reality records. records. Yeah. yeah, those yeah. sort of
1: households. If you listen to the show and you're not a podcaster, you'd have probably no idea what we're talking about, but there are people called pro- uh, podcast promoters. And anyth- anytime you try to promote your own podcast, they make sure to sneak in and ask you to promote it with them. Uh, I made the mistake of clicking on one of them one time to see what it was all about, and they charge you out the ass to simply promote your podcast. And now every yep. time I post something for torture, uh, they are the very first ones to respond saying, Promote it on the <laughs> Promote <it> on the
0: <laughs>
1: So Dan decided to make a satirical one uh, called Poopy Records. And we've been having yeah. a lot of fun with it. Dan's been having more yeah. fun because apparently he's been talking to himself. on Instagram.
0: <laughs> It's the greatest way to promote yourself as well. You know, it's the three accounts have yes. a conversation. Yeah. You know, as I said already, it was very funny the way one of those um, spammy bot assholes messaged me on my spammy bot <laughs> asshole satire page saying he wants to promote my page.
1: <laughs> you should have let it's him. Like,
0: oh, the <sighs> irony of it all. Oh, I don't fuck. need you to boost my numbers. I'm yeah. gonna sit here on two followers and be happy with that.
1: Uh, so. Oh, and big number two for Poopy Records. Uh hint for our next episode: it's beginning to look a lot like murder. Oh. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully, we'll have a special guest with us, much like Santa. He's jolly and from the great white north. I guess I should say that Well, I guess I should use a different accent. Um, oh, he's from the Great White North, eh? <laughs> <You hoser." Hey.
0: laughs> what's the next
1: episode of boot, eh? <laughs> what's it about? Oh, I shouldn't call you guys a hoser. We're just trying to have fun. It's fun having fun is what it's all about, you know. Hey <laughs> gotta you either lead into the strain to the strange brew who oh, accent, or you go South Park with it. Hey buddy!
0: What are we talking about, buddy? <laughs> You're
1: not my buddy Canada. guy. Canada has repeatedly re- apologized for Brian Adams, but let me finish. Can I finish? Can I, can I finish? Okay, I finished.
0: I think uh, I think he's grown that beard, so you can't see the line from his floppy head. See, that's exactly why he's grown that beard. <laughs> the, per- the particular person we're talking about. Oh, okay, that's what I mean. Sorry, should have. I didn't want to say name just in case. Yeah, don't we don't it's know. Be a big surprise.
1: Hope, hopefully, hopefully, we're we're crossing our fingers, and
0: if any of the listenership have any things they would want covered from. That they may know of to do it, let's say Irish horror stories or anything like that. Sure, you know, because I'm gonna have to do some research for a couple of episodes for stuff, but as well as that, like I said, yeah, it was a couple of um, a couple of the fable type things I wanted to cover at some stage, but also some stuff that actually really happened, like real cases and stuff uh-huh. like that, of not necessarily devices but of just incidents of things happening. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's fine, yeah, we got we're gonna have yeah. plenty of those just like. Solitary instances of of torture being Ooh. used on a person that ha- you know has that's not specific method or device, but it's it's one person going through or, co- or a handful of people going through. This yeah, one like Dimple thing. Dick Bob. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just like Joey did. Email us um, if you have a torture method or device that you want to ask us about. I'm more than happy to to cover that. I wasn't gonna cover rat torture until much later, but she brought it up. So it's getting bumped up the line. Uh, gonna it'll be sometime next year, but we'll get to it sooner rather than later. Yep. All right. Well, uh, sorry to break any hearts that really love the pair of anguish. I didn't. You know, if you're out, uh, if you're, if you got that pair of anguish tattoo and you want to get it removed now, I don't know. Uh, I apologize. Didn't mean to ruin it for you. Uh, but that's all I got.
0: It's, i was gonna say it's heartbreaking. I didn't break as many asses as it's supposed to have. <laughs> allegedly
1: people are going to leave from this podcast just downtrodden yeah. and depressed what's wrong <laughs> pair of anguish wasn't real man
0: yeah are you're saying it's a bit torture but you're covering a thing that just held close for somebody <laughs> to go
1: all right well i think that's it so uh come back next time guys right. we'll see you
0: bye bye